Good morning. Okay, let me start. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our second episode of season two. Gabby, season two. On to, on to, on to. Welcome, guys. And Chris, you know what? Happy Black History Month. Yes, although we celebrated 365 days a year, we are going to be just going even harder this month. Um, And so, as always, we're Chris and Gabby, and we're here to help normalize the conversation about race. So every other Monday, our podcast drops. You can find us now on Apple. And we're just so excited today to just talk with you all and just let you guys know what's going on. Yes, everybody, let's just quickly do a little recap of some current events because they're important and we need to talk about it. So really fast, I want to just say how amazing the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris was. That was absolutely emotional to watch. I teared up. I put my hand on my heart when they did the pledge and when they signed him in. And I watched it from a different country. I was in Brazil watching it on my laptop with the crappiest connection ever. And I was so pumped. And I definitely popped bottles afterward and was just like <laughs> celebrating by myself. It was just, I can't even describe it. The excellence that was just from from everything from making history to the fashion to just the the level that this it just was on another level I can't even the describe level. it Michelle I need that Listen. outfit though can we talk about I'm, I, I'll look like a potato in it but I still need that outfit no let me tell you I just saw a picture of this little girl this little boy that were like reenacting that whole outfit it was so cute I loved it did you see the meme did you see the meme of um, President Bush and it was like Bush knows one thing though, he's gonna find Michelle. And it was like all these different things where he like he loves some Michelle. And it was oh, all yeah. these funny I cracked up. It's so true yeah. though. He, he was giving him her. gum. Like that's yeah. that's his that's his buddy right there. And There's you know, something. another thing happened. So I mean, um, like I've shared before, Kamala Harris and I are part of the same sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And another one of our sorority sisters made history. Um Currently, um, Rosalind Brewer, some of you may know her because she is currently the COO of Starbucks, is now becoming the CEO of Walgreens. Wow. Now the only black woman that is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, which is very exciting, but still very sad at the same time. Right. um, To know that there's only one black woman um that is the ceo of the fortune 500 company but you know i feel like you know we are moving in a direction where we only are going up we're not going backwards and so this inspires me and encourages me i celebrate her i am so so excited to see what she does she is so deserving um and she has like it's when i saw that an organization had posted that you know she was selected as a ceo all of these individuals just were writing about like her praises. And I think, you know, often we we can reflect on she's the only one. And I, I think it's really sad, but I want to celebrate her. She does that doesn't mean she doesn't deserve to be celebrated. So congratulations, <laughs> Rosalind Brewer. Um very, very proud and excited to see what she does. Walgreens is I've already loved Walgreens, especially what they do in the disability space. They are a true example of an organization that has really, really, really um, took a stand and celebrates um, 
those with disabilities and educates other organizations on how to really um, support and hire and retain talent from the disability space. So um, kudos to Walgreens. They've always been an outstanding organization. Awesome. Well, that actually ties into our whole theme about recognizing Black excellence and Black History Month, because let's just do a quick uh, shout out because we are celebrating Black History Month all month. And that means that both of our episodes this month for the podcast are going to be dedicated to Black History Month. So today's episode, we want to focus on little known facts, contributions, achievements that have been um, made by the African-American community that a lot of times go a bit unnoticed. And we'll touch on on a bit why um, later that I have a whole soliloquy ready for you guys. Um, But also then our second episode this month is going to be focused on the actual theme that they set this year for Black History Month. So we're going to touch on both of those things uh, this month. And we want to just make sure that you know that, you know, Black History Month, yes, it's a month. It's a dedicated month. However, like Kristen said, we need to be celebrating, we need to be educating, and we need to be completely immersed in figuring out how to dismantle some of the systematic racism that is in our system um, that we might not even be privy to. So once you get the education, you can see it, recognize it, and that's when you can start taking a stand. That's when you can start realizing, hey, this is wrong. Hey, don't do that. But until you educate yourself, you're not going to have that vision. So we're here to help educate you about and have those uncomfortable conversations about race. And um, that actually, again, like full circle, ties into our black business of the episode and i'm very very proud very very proud to feature the asalh which is the association for the study of african-american life and history say it again the association for the study of african-american life and history kristen why don't you tell us about the mission yes so the mission of the org first of all i just want to say that um, Gabby mentioned that we are going to be sharing and um, educating you all on a lot of different things. But I also want you to know that, you know, this is a time for you to do that yourself as well. You know, don't look to the Black community to educate you and share these unknown facts. Do some research on your own. Google is a wonderful resource. Make sure it is a legit resource because that you're um, getting from Google. But you need to make sure that you're doing that. But the mission of ASALH is to promote, research, preserve, interpret, disseminate information (laughs) about Black life history and culture to the global community. Again, this is an outstanding organization we want to bring attention to. We want you to know that if you want to support a cause um, during this month, like we recommend amplifying Black voices, do that and this is a great organization to start with because you know that they are giving back and they are trying to make a difference in the black and african-american history that is being shared and they're the actual organization that sets the theme the annual theme every single year for black history month they um yeah so they also they publish all of the like reading resources the learning packets they host annual conventions they host the annual like black history month luncheon they um, have so many different local partnerships with different speakers and bureaus they host essay contests they promote public like history projects for children i mean this this is a great organization and they are fully immersed in the dedication of education. So I, I, I like that about them. So part of my, you know, as a white person, I 
I, I want to donate to them. So as as we not only feature them, I'm going to be making a small donation um, just to make sure that they know that I support them and I'm on their side and what they do is valued and what they do is appreciated because we need it. We definitely yes. need it as a society right now. So shout out to them. Our black business of the episode will definitely be posting more information and links and, you know, ways that you can get in touch with them and ways that you can find them and find out their mission and their goals. It's amazing, amazing organization. Exactly. Thank you so much. And we're so excited to just continue this journey. And again, you know, like we said, this is, you know, we're just, I, I say it's, it's going to be a, a um, February is a blacker um, February um, that we celebrate <laughs> Black History Month 365 days uh, a year, especially by bringing awareness to a lot of Black businesses. Um, that is one way that you can definitely support. And we'll talk about that a little bit more um, in the episode, but let's get it started. Let's talk about what is Black History Month. So Go Black it. History Month actually we're so excited it starts today and it deserves two episodes we couldn't just discuss this in one episode although we do this throughout all of our episodes we wanted to really bring some awareness not just what you learn in your history books so black history month is an annual celebration of achievements by african americans at a time for recognizing their central role in the u.s history also known as african american history month the event grew out of the Negro History Week, the brainchild of the noted historian Carter G. Woodson and the other prominent African-Americans. Since 1976, every U.S. president has officially designated the month of February as a Black History Month. Other countries around the world also, including Canada and the United Kingdom, devote a month to celebrating Black history, the richness of it, the amazingness of it. And Gabby, why don't you kind of talk us through a little bit more? I know you kind of gave us what the theme is, but go a little more in detail. We actually didn't say the actual theme yet, but I wanted yeah. people to know that there is a theme every year. It's not just like, hey, this is a month to just like reflect. They do try to like hone in on a specific area every year so that you are, you know, well-rounded in your education about Black history. Um, and this year's theme is Black Family the representation, the identity, and the diversity. And what this is doing is it explores the African diaspora, which is the spread of any group from their original homeland. So in other words, like this is about the spread of Black families across the United States and how their culture became um, a, part of, a part of America, you know, and how they were able to um, disseminate their culture into every aspect of our culture. So we're recognizing their achievements and how they are completely, completely intertwined in our everyday life. And some of these things we don't even realize that we, you know, are using something that maybe a black person created. So it, it's, it's, it needs to be recognized. It needs to be further, you know, educated and studied. Agreed. A hundred percent. And I want to give a big shout out to Target. Um, Target is, um, has a campaign right now going called Target's Black Beyond Measure celebrating Black History Month. And I had the opportunity to um, purchase a few items to celebrate Black History Month. Got me and Logan some matching shirts. Um, but the Target has been intentional in this industry, emphasizing the Black lives and Black history should be celebrated not only during the month of February, but 365 days a year. 
So for their collection, Target collaborated with and provided a platform for many Black artists. They ran an HBCU design challenge to recognize rising. And if you don't know what HBCU is, it's a historical Black college university um, and designed a challenge to recognize rising art students. Partnered with the founder of Spoonful of Faith, Jean Holiday, to promote her inclusive, uplifting designs and collaborated with Black apparel artists across the country. That is how you amplify Black voices, okay? Um, mm-hmm. It's it's comforting to walk into a store where you spend your Black dollars, because I definitely do, and know that our history is appreciated <laughs> and celebrated and that work is being done to uplift our communities. So I just am so, like when I, like when the first thing when I walked into Target and I saw that, it was just so exciting. And I was excited just to like show Logan the different things that were over there um, in the section. And so kudos to Target for, again, continuing to amplify Black voices and giving back to our youth and giving them a platform to be able to show their greatness. And I'm just so, just love Target. Yes. Who doesn't love Target? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the opposite of the word amplify. And I'm struggling with coming up with the right word because I feel like whatever the opposite of the word amplify, I guess it would be like to 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 welch or to qualm or something like that to like silence um, uh. black voices. That's kind of what I feel has been has happened throughout history. And what I mean by that is, you know, Kristen and I have a whole episode today dedicated to little known African-American achievements and contributions. And why are they little known? Okay, so I think this is very important to discuss, you know, why are some of these massively important achievements um, unmentioned in mainstream society? And they're often overlooked, ignored, unrecognized. These achievements helped shape our current platform of life in so many ways, not just America, but like all over the world. I'm talking science, math, cooking, architecture, you know, and textbooks and classrooms in like the 60s and 70s let's take a walk back guys they mainly provided just the history of white america when teaching american history because why would they want to dwell on the fact that they stole a country and enslaved a whole you know nation and made them their slave like they they quickly very easily just skip over that part Mm -hmm. um and they only teach you know white history and so despite being like a crucial component of the American story, the lives of many important African-Americans were hardly ever mentioned in history classes. So to put it bluntly and to not offend, but there wasn't, quote, an audience of interest. Uh. So uh, that sucks, but that's what it was. That's what it was. There wasn't an audience of interest because at that time, people had perceptions and feelings and so they didn't want to hear about you know a celebrated black person they barely wanted to integrate schools and go to the same schools as black people so you think they wanted to like dedicate a whole month of learning about what you know what i'm saying like it wasn't Uh there wasn't an audience there so you know they did not want to be taught and educated about accomplishments of african-americans let alone share a water fountain these people were not good people but anyway all right so in 1976 not that long ago let's make sure we make that point. 1976 is not that long ago. Most people we know were alive. President uh, Ford, he's the one that actually uh, wanted to officially recognize Black History Month. And he asked Americans to seize the opportunity to honor the two often neglected accomplishments of Black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. So it took a president actually having to acknowledge 
and use the words two often neglected accomplishments <laughs> for people to kind of start realizing like, hey, we haven't really given kudos or props where they d- are, you know, deserved. And American history has benefited so much from the skills and talents of people from every race, religion, and ethnic backgrounds. So we need to celebrate that. And celebrating Black History Month is a way for white people, Americans, to express gratitude to the members of the African-American community who have given to our country so much, their ideas, their achievements. And a lot of them went unrecognized for so long. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's really sad and but you know we're doing our part you know in making sure that we are recognizing and celebrating and so i um and we're going to share this later in um on our instagram page about black our story black our story um is uh education around things we never knew stories they never told the good bad and painful these are our stories um it was researched and curated by marcus db um, who ironically happens to be my husband's fraternity brother. Um, it's earlier this year, Gabby sent me a story and she was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And she had no connection, did not know this is Reddy's fraternity brother. Um, and he actually had wrote um, this amazing book. And so we're going to share some more information on them. But he re- they recently shared on their page about Henrietta Lacks. Um, and so at a high level, I'm going to give you some information. So H-E-L-A cells. Okay. That's Hela. what. Hela cells. Hela. Thank you. Hela cells. <laughs> Thank you. Hela cells are the first immortal human cell line. So Henrietta actually made history after her passing. Um, in 1953, Theodore P- Puck and Philip Marcus cloned Hela, the first human cells to be cloned and freely donated samples to other researchers. The cell line's initial use was in cancer research, but HeLa cells have led to numerous medical breakthroughs, more than 11,000 patents. Let me say that again, more than 11,000 patents. The most significant application of HeLa cells may have been in the development of the first polio vaccine. HeLa cells were used to maintain a culture of polio virus in human cells. In 1952, James Salk tested his polio vaccine on these cells and used them to mass produce it. So the other sad part is that they made money off of her cells, you know, and utilized her cells to make history. But we have no clue. I've never been recognized. This is nothing I've ever even heard of until Black Our Story shared. And so there's a lot more behind the story and a lot more detail um, that you all definitely recommend going to learn more about. But the fact that I was just telling Gabby, I was like, this is something I never knew. Uh, but that's, again, what Black Our Story's goal is to bring awareness beyond Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and Sojourner Truth. Like, let's let's learn, and Harriet Tubman. Let's learn about other histor- Black historians um, that have, like, this is a whole nother level. Like, yeah. Si- Jonas Salk also James but he's known as Jonas Salk Um, he's the Salk method he there's actually a very dark history there yes he's a celebrated scientist but isn't there always like a dark but but if you want to go down a rabbit hole on YouTube look up Jonas Salk and his polio vaccine and some of the methods they use Um, black African Americans have been used as guinea pigs for a lot of stuff and it's really, really 
I don't even want to. I don't. It's like the stomach churning. Some of the things they they tested like STDs before, you know, and 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 knowingly shot these people up just to see what would happen with with different viruses and things. And I mean, there's a we could. I don't want to dedicate an episode to that because it's dark. But I just want people to like know about it. So you you know, know, this is. It also goes back to why a lot of black people are wary of vaccines. White doctors, yes, and vaccines. Um, and things of that nature because of the negative things that were used to um, find out basically if they work and they yeah. and, we, and we were used as guinea pigs but that's a whole nother story in another chapter it, but- it's like that, that, that shark mm-hmm. analogy like there's a shark in the water it's really far away but it hasn't bit you personally but you still know it's a shark and you know what it's capable of so you keep your distance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, it's you know that's that's but I'm glad that Kristen mentioned that because that's just one of so many examples of things that we come in contact with every day, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that we wouldn't even realize that were invented by African-Americans and a white person got the credit. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, a white person got the credit and there's there's so many examples. Some of the other examples um, that are just like inventions that are famous that you would never even know that were invented by African-Americans. Let's talk about it. Potato chips. I just ate some yesterday. Created by George Crumb, which is where that term comes from. Crumb. Uh, 1853. He was working at a resort in New York. He came up with that because he worked in the kitchen. George Washington Carver. I don't know why I always remember him from school, but I always remember the picture of George yeah. Washington Carver. He was looked so cute in his little bow tie. And this man was an agricultural scientist who that was huge for his day being African-American. And he invented hundreds of uses for the peanut hundreds. So if you enjoy peanut butter, you have George Washington Carver to thank uh, the super soaker. Who remembers this from our childhood? I, oh my gosh. I, I never got one. That. I never even got one. But basically, this guy worked at NASA, Lonnie Johnson, and he invented the high-performance pressurized water gun. And it became the number one selling toy in 1990. So think about, like, Tickle Me Elmo and all these crazy toys that were super popular. He had the number one, and he was the first African-American to have the number one selling toy on the market. And he never got... Uh, actually, there was a, there's also a giant lawsuit about the super soaker. There's another rabbit hole. Go down that one because it's a white person <laughs> trying to get the patent, saying that they they that it was their idea. But this guy was the the one that did it first. Um, mobile communication. We're doing that right now. Kristen and I are on our phones. I'm in Brazil. She's in the states. We're using our mobile phones to connect. And Granville T. Woods invented the induction telegraph, which allows train to train and train to station communication. And it also is a matter of electricity sending messages back and forth ping 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 just like you have on cell phones just like you have on um what's it called uh walkie talkies so mobile communication of any sort was invented by an african-american and the crazy Um, thing is that think about it if trains weren't able to talk to train stations like he prevented many rail accidents because if he didn't invent that how would they communicate we would be having like insane like yeah so it's amazing why don't you why don't you name a couple yeah, yeah. so yeah the gas mask so invented That's by Gary big. Morgan in 1912 the gas mask saved thousands of soldiers lives during World War One when poisonous gas was first used as a weapon if they weren't enough he also invented the modern traffic signal Garrett Morgan is just like a historian on another level like come on like this is just so amazing and then I'll name one more 
Open Heart Surgery, Daniel Hill Williams established the Provident Hospital and Training School Association in Chicago, assisting on the highest standards concerning sanitary conditions. In 1893, he performed the first open heart surgery, which was also the first time a chest cavity had ever been opened without the patient dying of an infection. That's huge. <laughs> That's how you, that is how you end up a fact that no one knows. Like That's come, a big like, baller. That's big yes. baller energy right there. <laughs> That's That right there is energy on energy. And, you know, we also want to um, acknowledge African-Americans who have made the world a better place um, that many of you may have heard of as well. Rosa Parks, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We just celebrated him. Nat King Cole, Alvin Ailey, Barry Gordy, Ella Fitzgerald, Duke Ellington, Thurgood Marshall. And the list goes on and on and on. So Dana Truth you mentioned as well. Yes. uh, Well, there's like Oprah. uh, um, What's her name? Um... Whoopi Goldberg, you know, like yes. people that have won, like uh, Barack Obama, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like these are huge names that, that the list just goes on and on and on and on. And I think that we just need to be able to give props when props are due to these people. They have yes. achieved, diff- you know, like they always say there's a race and white people, we're all in the same race basically, but white people start the race about 10 feet ahead. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so many exercises that demonstrate this. Like, right. you know, do the things that you don't think about that. I mean, have growing up in a two parent household, just mm-hmm. having white skin. I mean, you know, I had a gentleman exactly. that I used to work with and he was like, you know, I came from poverty, you know, and I can't what I came from. He said, but when I step in a room, they don't see that. Woo. Yeah. And he was a white male. So, again, he said they see, you know, they they see me as a certain level. I already have a vantage based off my skin tone. And he was in college. And I was just like, the edu- like for him to recognize that privilege at his age was like just shocking. But you know what? You know. And we need we need more young people to be that way. We need to educate mm-hmm. at a younger age because I know for me, my own kind of like enlightenment or awakening, whatever you want to call it, didn't happen till at the end of college, basically. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I still held on to some of the archaic like mindsets that I was raised with back in, you know, backwoods, wherever I'm from. And it took me a while to get there. Like it took mm-hmm. me to, to fully kind of see the concept of white privilege. And again, sometimes you don't know until you know. And exactly. you gotta be you gotta be either hit over the head with it or or gently led to it. And it's mm-hmm. it's one or the gently other. Gently led to it. That was powerful. Well, um, I don't. I don't like that method. I like to bash people. Over yeah, that. I know you do. We <laughs> I know, know we Kristen, have two different methods. Kristen so, is the you, opposite. But but speaking of like educating at a young age, I did have a personal question I wanted to ask you, Chris, if it's okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious, you know, and and I I want to know how you talk to and how you celebrate Black History Month with Logan. If he's mm-hmm. been too young in the past, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like. Yeah. How do you address it? How does how is it handled in in a black home? I've always been yes. curious about this. Well, there's a lot of different ways that I feel like the black community um, celebrates Black History Month. Um, and, you know, for me, Logan is kind of young. He's two. But like one of the things I strive to do is like there's a lot of different resources out there um, that allow you to kind of help your kids educate. So one of them, which um, I forgot to mention earlier, is there's some virtual events taking place 
at the National Museum of African American History and the Culture. It's the Smithsonian Institution Museum, located mm. um, in the National Mall in Washington D.C. in the United um, in the D.C. Um, and it was established December 2003, and it opened its permanent home in September 2016. And they have a lot of great activities that you can do with your children. Um, and so I always try to kind of figure out ways. Now that Logan is at an age where he is able to learn, but I want to make sure that he um, that I'm not trying to over you know share with him where he's not able to comprehend. So right. I have found some great um, resources on YouTube that have like education along that um, the history channel for kids like has really good resources that they offer during this month but one of the things that I plan to do is when Logan's able at an age which I'm still exposing him to things but really like celebrating and educating him throughout the 365 days a year um, taking him and and sharing him the rich heritage of it right and learning more about my history of my heritage for him to learn more you know I did um, ancestry which is controversy there but just learning the history of my family to let him know some of our historians in our family and the things that our family's been able to do and be the change you know and encourage him to be able to know that you know black history is history and mm-hmm. so it shouldn't just be a month, but when it is a month, we're going to be blacker than black. <laughs> we are going to be just exuding all of our blackness all around. So we're going to, you know, I got to show Wait, is it, is it weird that you say that? And I'm over here like the whitest of white. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, is yeah. that weird? <laughs> no, it's not weird. It's just I'm over here like, like, yes. Yes. I keep, you know, I had made a post on my um, social media, like I'm going to be blacker than black could be this month. So yes. be ready for it. Um, and so, you know, again, continuing to educate him as well as making sure I'm taking him to black owned businesses and that mm-hmm. we're spending our black dollar, you know, with black businesses and supporting black businesses. You're instilling but, that yes. in him young. Yes. That's good. Yes. Yeah. You know, like we'll go to, you know, black owned restaurants, you know, or black owned businesses and, you know, just kind of getting him to educate and, you know, and showing him and exposing him to things so that. And, and really fast. No, no mm-hmm. white people. That's not reverse racism. No. Just going to make sure I say that. Yes, it's not. It's not at all. Um, it's celebrating um, and, and, and acknowledging um, the hardships uh, and yes, the things yes, that they have had to overcome and their own yes, culture. Yeah, exactly. I, we can do a whole other episode on that, but I'm so sick of people saying like, well, blah, 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 blah. if it's only black, then that's racist. I know. Yes, <laughs> let exactly. me sit down. Let me let me talk to you for a second. And, you know, we just want to remind you all that, again, this is not a moment. It's a movement. So please continue to amplify Black voices during this month and 365 days a year. Um, Gabby, again, um, has truly been continuing to be that change and educating and taking the time to really understand um, Black history. And she doesn't just do that during February. She does this 365 days a year, which she also even helps me learn things. We help each other. And that's what it's about, you know? Yeah. Um, And so... I'm excited actually for the next episode that guys just remember our, our second episode this month is also going to be celebrating um, Black History Month because it's all of February. So, you know, we got to get turned and we're doing uh, part two, which is, again, we're going to talk more about the actual designated theme of this year's Black History Month, which is the Black family, representation, identity and diversity. And again, that explores the African kind of journey, the story and the spread of Black families and cultures across the United States. So there's a lot there, guys. We had to give two episodes because 
we, we, sh- we could give a lot more than two episodes, let's be honest, but there's a lot there and I'm really excited to unpack it with all of you. Yes, and tune in and thank you all for your support. Make sure you go check us out on our webs, um, on our actual Instagram page because we're going to be sharing a lot of information lot. and just celebrating Black History. Happy Black History Month, everybody. And I hope everyone has an amazing, amazing week ahead of them.